Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi everyone. We hope you enjoy our brand new episode. And we have a special extra bonus edition coming out this Sunday to Ooh. celebrate National Coming Out Day. But for now, sit back and relax, because we're about to get very petty. Petty! You're listening to Petty Little Things, with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, Petty Bitches. Hi, Petty Bitches. Welcome back to Petty Little Things. This, this is Davina Divine. Okay, we're all like fighting together. <laughs> word in. And this is Victoria's Secret. Um, two Petty Bitches back together. If you are just joining us, because we've had a lot of new listeners, we've noticed, um, and this is your first time on our little rodeo, Petty Little Things is basically a podcast about every little stupid thing that what, Davina? Rots us. Rots us. Oh, we get it off our chest. Our but like... Rottles in a kind of like LOL kind of way. Yeah, totally. Plus, we really like to dive into topics that kind of fascinate us that you are like, what mm-hmm. the hell are they going on about? But by the end of it, we promise you too will be fascinated by them. Plus, we have on some of our fabulous friends for chats, chinwags, and other gossip. LOL's guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> How cheesy was that to be now? <laughs> Very. It's where you almost wrote it down. <laughs> I actually didn't. Now, we both do keep notes. And when I say notes, it's not like professional, like we get the laptop out and we open up our Word document. We're old-fashioned notes girls. You know when the iPhone, like how many little things do you write down every week? Like that really annoys I'm you. I'm a pen and paper type of girl. Are you really? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I wouldn't waste. I'm very. I'm a sustainable queen. I wouldn't waste paper. Mm. Um, no, I keep. I, li- I like little notes because you know sometimes when you're just walking around and something really just fucking irritates you and you're just like, I need to put that in the list. I need yeah. to put that in the list. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my list, I'm looking at my notes right now and I have like maybe about three or four things and things that like we're going to talk about and I have about like 
12 rotters. <laughs> oh, I have three rotters. I actually couldn't make up my mind, but we'll get to that in a little while. Yes. Um, we're fresh off returning back to your TV screens with our digital show. How did you find it, Davina? Because you came to my apartment. I did. <laughs> uh, it was actually kind of, it was, do you know what was so weird? It came really back to us quite naturally. Mm. I, like I said, it felt like we weren't away for too long. I was nervous at first. Do you know when we first went live, I was like, oh, what are we saying again? Uh, what are we doing? Well, I had done a gig previously that day, which was like mad. It was for, it was for one of those big tech companies. And it was basically me talking to myself for an hour. Like, you know, at least we, we could bounce off each other. But this was bizarre. It was, I had never, I hadn't done one of them in quite a while where it was just like talking to, you know, it's like having, I was kind of describing it as like, a virtual um, seance. <laughs> so it was like, is there anybody out there? <laughs> How it was, was very it? strange. It was actually grand. It was fine. But this whole digital tech thing, yeah. it's, you know, I feel like we've gone through the, the trauma of learning it all before. 100%. So it's a little bit like we're back in the saddle, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, Davina came over to mine and my apartment is a one-bedroom apartment and it really feels like a one-bedroom apartment. It's not huge. So two big wigs and a bottle of Kylie wine just about fit oh. in okay yeah to be can we have Kylie a moment wine. for the Kylie wine yeah <laughs> well I'm on antibiotics now and I was just saying just before we start recording all I can think about is Kylie wine now I know it's getting mixed reviews some people are like saying oh it's it's trash it's putrid but I tell you this it'll get you lit <laughs> absolutely and I know there's a red a rosé and a white yeah um, so I've had the white and the rosé, so, and I wouldn't drink red because, you know. Jeez, Kylie's some woman for one woman, isn't she? She's got the spectacles, she's got the bedwear. Yeah. Now she's got the, the wine. Like, Are the glasses still on the go? Yeah, they're still on the go. I think they're in like spec savers now. I have 2020 vision and actually I don't know if that's a good thing in the year 2020, but like, mm. um, so I've never needed them. But yeah, they're kind of nice as well. Well, they're just fucking glasses. Like, come on now. What is your favourite <laughs> Kylie song? Uh, my favourite Kylie song is On A Night Like This. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's my favourite. Because I actually only asked my friend Martin, who never listens to the podcast. So, hi, Martin. <laughs> hi, Martin. I He's a massive Kylie fan. And when we went to see Kylie in the three, we were like, gold circle. We were right at the very front. Yeah. And I've never been that close for a concert ever. Like, right. Oh, well, except when I was on stage with Michael Jackson. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, right at the front. And Martin started crying when Kylie was on stage. So... Aww. Uh, but he's a massive Kylie fan and his song as well is On A Night Like This. What's yours? I think mine is going to be a really random one because it just reminds me of a fun time. It's Fever. Like that little... Oh, I love Fever. I yeah. love Fever. It's such a little bop. And also mm. it just gives me so many memories. Plus I've seen loads of drag queens performing over the years and it's a fun one. So yeah, probably Fever. Feel the Fever. fever. Feel the fever. Fever reminds me of uh, when myself and April made our video yeah. for AMI. Do you remember I was talking on a few podcasts ago about having the DVDs um, or the VHSs turned to DVDs? Yes. Do you remember something about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And I, the footage of myself and April performing all around. Um, all around town, like oh was on God. those Gas. on the VHSs, so I got them converted to. Uh, so I could upload them. I have them in my possession, but they are so. I just I don't know if I'm ready for the cringation of Can that. Can I suggest something? Yes. So we have another live digital show coming up. It's on the 15th of October. Oh, great idea! I think you should show some of those clips, and maybe we'll delve through the internet and see can we find some uh, really cringy clips of us performing, and we'll just show 30 seconds of them. As oh, part there's of the show. there's hundreds of them up hundreds. hundreds of them uh somebody sent me a video actually today of myself in super value houston south quarter just walking down the escalator <laughs> i think it's from about like 10 years ago i'm just like and it says the video is called shopping 
<laughs> oh my god I must die. Uh, like there's a video of me on a cleaning um, a cleaning motor <gasps> thing yes I remember that that yeah. was in uh, Dunleary Arts College Dunleary Arts College I must see if that still exists as well oh, I remember it was on so Bebo fun. and died with Bebo yeah I know and um, do you remember when we had our original Facebook profiles and yes. all our photos and stuff were on that and then when we had the big that's not your real name mm, gate and yeah. we all had to shift ourselves like we lost loads of photos loads loads, loads of photos I tried to get some of them down but like I definitely lost loads and even when Facebook made me change over to mm. a page like it, it that now everything's all over the place so I don't I know. even know where to find shit and Facebook I don't know it's it, the interaction and stuff on Facebook is very weird actually you were saying something right. weren't you about yeah, I Facebook was, I have a little theory now it could be way off here I want to see what you think Um, so I'm currently feeling very sorry for my friends who are working in the UK although they're working in actual bars and we're not I, I still find myself feeling sorry for them so they've now got this 10pm curfew and from what I'm hearing it's killing the bar trade so not only are the staff not getting furlough um, the, the like so there's no grants or anything like that because they're allowed trade but they're only allowed trade until 10pm and me and you both know mm-hmm. the party gets kicking at 10pm not finishing at 10pm so yeah. I feel really sorry for them and I was sharing up north um, the Mavericks opening hours going you know it's really important and I mean this that everyone goes to these places because if not we might end up losing like gay bars and queer spaces and I use the word queer in it as protect queer spaces mm-hmm. not one person saw the post and you know it shows you how many people see the post like it, it literally said one person has seen the post and I was like well that's mm. fucking me I've seen the post so yeah. then I reshared the same post and I changed the word from queer to the LGBT flag and loads of people saw it all of a sudden and I was like are we being censored on Facebook yeah well like God knows it's not like we'll ever know and uh, the algorithms are just so fucked especially even so on YouTube fucked. and things like that at the moment so it's hard for anyone to kind of promote something or mm. plug something you just seem to be saying, seeing the same shit all the, all time, the time for like someone fucking flogging you know some new product or this or that or whatever but right. you're not seeing the actual it's it's very strange yeah it's, well i'm gonna keep actually doing a little tester because i'm a nosy nora and I yeah and actually that. if anyone in the tech business is out there send us a dm and let us know if what is up with that or how yeah. how to get around that because i want to use the word queer like do you know what i mean i actually want to use it oh um, a fair square <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay can i use your political brain for a minute because you're a bit more in tune with politics and all that. okay well that's a loose term now so go ahead Loosely, I'm loosely. Tell me about the debate because obviously I know Trump has COVID. Well, allegedly, has allegedly, COVID. yeah. And Wendy Williams said allegedly, yeah, and uh, and Melania. And did you watch it? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I stayed up and I watched it because I love, I love a good debate. I have to say, like a political debate, because I always feel like it gets. Re- it's a, like it's total the Real Housewife in me. It's like yeah. <laughs> it feels like a reunion. Did you know there's going to be drama? It's going to be trouble, and they play dirty. And I stayed up to watch it, and I was, I was just kind of like very open minded, letting them see what way it was going to go, and it was just painful to watch. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they just were slinging dirt. Like Trump is obviously like a moron oh he's a and nasty then, player as well though but you know I, I was expecting him to go kind of lower than than what he did mm. i was i i just don't think he was he didn't seem kind of fully prepared all he just kept saying to your man um biden was 47 years you've done nothing joe 47 years you've done nothing mm. and that was like his kind of go-to 
mudsling and Joe Biden, who I'd never kind of seen in action. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about his right. his politics or whatever. Yeah. Um, but from what I get as well, I don't feel very confident with him either. The okay. two of them just feel like two duds, in yeah. my opinion. Like, and maybe I'm just I don't know. Obviously, Biden over Trump anyway, but yeah. it just felt like you know. Uh, Biden was just like kept kind of forgetting his words or what he was saying or where like it was just it was a shit show and then I know that they have been trying to make him look like he isn't you know all together yeah yeah uh, you know sharp and like honest and potentially has some issues around that well Um, it kind of looks a bit like that and from for someone from the first time seeing it so uh, I don't know what way that the voters are going to go or how that's going to roll out but I did see uh, this made me kind of laugh was Brandy Glanville had posted she tweeted a post saying uh, sorry guys could we just like not let anyone over 65 run for president and I was kind of thinking she's kind of right mm-hmm. in a weird way like like Trump is 74 mm-hmm. and Biden I think is 77 mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like I'm sure you know that's that's quite an age I'm not saying that obviously people like that are like incompetent or anything yeah. I'm not saying that but it's a it's a, an age to be taken on such um, demanding jobs like yeah, yeah, I fair. don't know you know what though the people of that age group yeah. weren't around in like the very early no actually that makes no sense but like Trump but like there's less shit on them I'd mm. say to be pulled out because the records weren't being recorded yeah, in the same social way. media and stuff Do you know what I mean yeah, now yeah. if you're like 30, 40 all you have to do is type in your name to Google and you're like woo there you go well, that's that's the thing like you know for people going for, I was thinking about that when the election was rolling and, and I was thinking about new people coming up to the ranks especially in America and so because mm. they play so dirty so like, dirty you know, every, and everybody has a past. Everybody has a past. And now people like that are grown up, like their whole lives are on social media. Yeah. Like from their, from the time they're teenagers. Yeah. So everything is documented, recorded. Um, every little word they say could be dug up. So God knows what kind of, what we're going into. It's, it doesn't even bear thinking about, to be honest. Yeah, no, it doesn't at all. Can I just say, our teeth, now we do have nice teeth, we're very lucky. On that digital show last Thursday, I'd say we were the envy of the whole Ireland last Thursday. <laughs> That's teeth, a good ring light, bitch. Our teeth looked fucking gorgeous. Stunning gnashes, <laughs> turkey teeth, almost <laughs> like turkey teeth. <laughs> turkey teeth, I've seen a few of them rocking about. Oh, can I just say about turkey Now, I'm all for people going away and having to have mm. all the surgery. You're like, I'm totally for yeah. having nips, tucks, whatever you want. However... What I have noticed is, and I don't know if it's like where they're where people are going to, or if it's maybe it's everyone's mouth is different. But I've seen a couple of people where it's like the teeth are too big for the mouth. Yeah, I've and it's seen like that it too. gives it gives the person like a, a like Rylan. almost a bit of a cleft palate kind of look. Like, like Rylan's teeth are too big for his mouth. Yeah, he's, he he's got very... them. He got them fixed. Oh, he got did them adjusted. He? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it's to do with the veneer or if it's to do with the doctor or dentist or whatever i don't know yeah. but i've seen a couple of people that actually it puffs out mm-hmm. it's like wearing um do you ever if you ever want to have a laugh like just get like little bits of tissue roll it up and stuff under your gub it'll give you like, <laughs> like a little fake lip job <laughs> i like white teeth but there's white teeth and then there's this tipex white which i think yes. is just too much they look it's ridiculous. ross from friends white yes they look ridiculous yeah but speaking of like nip tucks and touches i have to say this talk of level five uh, put the shits up me so mm. this morning I booked in this week for a refresh of my Botox and lip filler because I was oh, like I am, if I have to sit in for the next few weeks I'm going to sit in with a frozen face and a nice juicy yeah. lip so uh, yeah 
That's Do you know, actually, just while we're on it, a good little uh, tip for y'all, if you ever want to get out of work and you just can't think, you don't want to be like sick sick, is what I just said there, is to get little bits of cotton wool or cotton ball and stick it, like soak it in water and stick it all up under your like top lip and say that you think you're having an allergic reaction and that your lip is swelling up. (laughs) (laughs) I did that before. It worked a treat. So if you ever need to get out of work quick, just because they'll, because you'll have to leave straight away because they're like, oh God, you're swelling up. You need to leave. (laughs) So (laughs) there you go. That's a little tip tip from me to you. Right, Dee, let's talk a bit of TV for a second. I want to yes. know something, because I haven't watched Little Mix, this search thing. I saw you tweet about oh, it. It looks awful. like it's right up my street. Why, what's going on with it? I, I only watched it for the first time on Saturday, and there's just, like, they're they're great at performing and doing their concerts and releasing singles, stick to that. It's just, the personalities for me just weren't there. And I felt like they were, okay. like, being really produced. You know, oh. like, oh, say this, or, you know, you be a little bit you know you'd be a little bit tougher you'd be nicer it just felt a little bit like mm. you know the bbc you know, haven't had the Hunzo best search the bbc haven't had the best of luck with the old music search no and can shows. I, also those the voice and all that crap that starts on bbc like not one fucking winner comes out not, of it. not one. one star like no. not one no and there's been fucking seasons of it like i couldn't tell you one winner of the voice yeah. well, i know your man from liberty x he won it did he but i think so yeah or he was in the top two, something like that. But he already had a career, so yeah, whatever. And he was very good, in fairness. But th- even like the the Dorothy finding the Dorothys, or oh, the I finding enjoyed the next... them. I enjoyed, yeah. That. But at least it was a gig. a gig, it was a gig exactly. at the end of that. Like, and actually, yeah. a lot of those people are still working. But um, the other, do you thing, know? One. Just while we're on that subject, you know, we were talking about. Um, I was thinking about like all those West End people and stuff, and and I was thinking about Martine McCutcheon. Love, I got it. Love. I got a uh, suggested a uh, Martin McCutcheon, yeah, from uh, EastEnders fame. And do you remember moment. she was stop singing, <laughs> <laughs> stop singing, please. <laughs> do you remember she was cast by Eliza Doolittle in Milton yes. Hyper Lady and it was scandal because she was always sick always. and then they were saying she was just calling in sick and she was just unreliable and she had tonsillitis and blah blah blah. So one of the performances came up on my YouTube suggestion, so I just watched it and it was like from 2001, I think it was. It was kind of gas. She was doing like a little dance routine. Okay. So then I said, oh, I think I'd like to watch some more Martine McCutcheon just because it was actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. So I clicked it, Martine McCutcheon. Yeah. But then it came up, right? It, one of the search, check it into YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. Somebody, some, the, one of the top searches is Martine McCutcheon, black tights. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Martine McCutcheon, black tights. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I clicked on it. And there's just somebody has uploaded lots of videos of Marty McCutcheon wearing black tights. Oh like, my so God. she's on Parkinson wearing black tights and they slow it down when she crosses her legs. Some cross-dresser <laughs> has like put up these videos. There's like Marty McCutcheon walking down the stairs in black tights and they have other people in tights just like Ridiculous. on chat shows. It's fascinating. Like all about 20 seconds long little clips. Yeah. Check it out. It's But gas. as they say in the Bible, black tights means... Dirty legs. Dirty legs. <laughs> so you be careful, Martine. We're on to you with your dirty it's legs. Uh, yeah. I watched something on Netflix that only came out last week, and it's called The Boys in the Band. I have a feeling oh. you might not watch this, but I don't know. It was very dark. Very dark. I heard really good things about it, so I might give it a go. It was set the year before Stonewall in um, New York City, and... Yeah pretty much basically surrounded this group of uh, gay males in New York City are all having a party. And mm-hmm. then an old college mate comes over and it really deals with a lot of self-hating internal homophobia. And I have to say, I had to sit afterwards and like just hold myself and go, okay, that was a lot. But 
it was kind of brilliant. You should watch it if you're into it. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I was watching that um, American Murder. Have you seen that? No, I watched I that. Saw that for it though. Yeah, that's. I was kind of raging though because I love. Um, I think it's called like. Oh, it's like it's like Irish for it's like the American version of prime time. It's mm. like sixty minutes okay. or not sixty minutes Australia. I think it's like Nightline. That's what it's called, Nightline in America. Yeah. And I always watch those news specials when there's a scandal or whatever. And I watched that about a year ago. The story of the murder. Okay. So I was kind of raging because I knew the story, mm. but it was basically about this family. Well, it just it's about this this guy and this murder in the family and blah blah blah. Just it's worth a watch. Uh, it's a good just. Non-committal, one episode, yeah. one yeah. hit wonder, if just go. If there's someone being murdered and a documentary about it, Davina's there. Let's put it like oh. that. That's why the Christians come for her on Twitter, because she's do you know? And do you know what I'm obsessed with? Did, they, did you watch Unsolved Mysteries? No, I don't watch anything like that. Oh, I love, I love like a mystery. And especially when it's resolved, it's my favourite. But mm-hmm. there was talk of... Um, them doing like an international unsolved mysteries because there's mysteries from all around the world and somebody had said recently about trying to do one for you know the missing schoolboy that went missing from Dublin Philip Kearns do you remember oh, yeah, in Dublin years that. ago yeah, yeah. that would be a great unsolved mystery because yeah. somebody has to know something somebody about does. what went on there there's a like, couple of people missing for just years decades just and no just no resolution like mm. that's that's my worst fear in life is for somebody to go missing like that with I no answers. I regularly get that fear. Like, yeah. that someone is going to go missing in my life. It's God, really weird. It's, it's Has just, anyone checked is... on Dolly? Has anyone checked on Dolly? Oh, she's still there. Okay. <laughs> she's Thank still God. there, definitely. Thank I God. usually post something, post something, tag her in something, like, during the day, and then when nightfall comes, <laughs> she arrives. <laughs> she posts something nasty in response. Which will be worth the wait. From the crypt. When she um, wakes in slumber. It is Monday. We're, we're recording this a few days before the podcast comes out. And Monday means one thing to me and Davina. It is Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes. Oh, my, oh dear Jesus. It's so good at the moment. It's brilliant. I don't know if, if some of you probably aren't watching The Housewives, but there's just a little bit of murder going on. And uh, two of the girls actually had a fist fight yeah. <laughs> like yeah. last week. Reefed by the hair. Now, like, like that looked sore. It did. It really well, did. But she had a weave. So basically one of them grabbed the other one by the weave and just would not let go. And they were like, let her go, Monique. That was the exact drag phrasing. Drag me, Monique. Drag me. <laughs> and she did drag her. But I have to say now, they have been so self-righteous. I would have dragged her as well. Now, I have to say, Candace probably now I, she egged I, her on i know i would never turn to physical assault i probably would have thrown a drink over candace because you know me and you have that history mm-hmm. where we did have that altercation but i wouldn't have put my hands on her ever 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 well and not I, on camera no no ever <laughs> i wouldn't have i really feel that like candace has been egging on those women for a long time but did she deserve to be thumped over the head no no Definitely not. Um, but who I'm loving. And the casting are doing so well this year. Because obviously Leah in New York yeah. killed it. Wendy wasn't sure straight away. Wendy, I don't like Wendy. Oh, I love her. This no. episode, she was not letting her away with anything. I know. But you know what? I See, like, I'm on Team Monique. I'm like, I think she did the right thing by grabbing her. She's a cheeky bitch, that one. She needed a slap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she needed a slap. And like she's, and then she's like, the thing that rots me about that is afterwards, she's like, I did nothing to provoke that. I was like, all you've done is provoke for months. I know. Like people are going to flip eventually. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. keep doing yeah. that yeah. No, and expect fair. no reaction. Yeah. What was yeah. it I said? Every action has a reaction. Yeah. That was some advice that Davina gave me <laughs> separate to the podcast yesterday. Every, <laughs> every action has a reaction. Um, and like, to be fair, it was only last year that Candace was like, like throwing herself around with a knife.
knife in her hand. So it's not like, yeah. you know, she's... She, yeah, she threatened her out of her house with a knife. Like, yeah, come so on. Like she's perfect in any I way. I think, yeah. No, granted, it was a butter knife. So, yeah. <laughs> fair, still. Fair, <laughs> um, D, before we go to a little ad break, I have a juicy story to tell you. And I think you're going to okay. really love this. But okay. I want to remind everyone before I tell this story, we need you all to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I normally say it at the end of the podcast, but I'm saying it earlier this week. So go on to Apple Podcasts app and leave us a five-star review. We also would like a couple of lines about why you love me so much and you're okay about Davina so much. Um, so go or on. vice versa. <laughs> go on and leave it there. Oh, um, you've got taste. You can do it the other way around. Because it does help <laughs> other people try and find our podcast. Um, in the meantime, this juicy story. Okay. Pour the tea because I'm about to go in. Yeah, go for it, please. So Pixie, who has now moved back to Kilkenny, um, okay. During this, hi Pixie. Hi Pixie. She told me I could share this, so that's okay. Okay. Um, before that, um, she obviously lives around the corner from me uh, with Veda, and um, they're sisters. They're sisters. Yeah, they're Wednesday okay. sisters, and uh, their neighbour had obviously got a skip in, and okay. uh, and Veda was like, "Okay, maybe we should be thinking about doing." Neighbour was having some work done or something. Having some work done. Yeah. Okay. So Veda was like, oh, "Maybe we should get rid of some, you know, random bits that are here that How you know into someone else's skip." I mean, yeah. I mean, doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, well, beyond that. Um, so, uh, Pixie went into her room. And I don't know if you're this person. I feel like you bin stuff straight away. But, like, I probably would do it a bit as well. Keeping little bits from, say, like, exes. So No. Don't okay. keep anything. Knew you wouldn't. I knew you burnt it as soon as they're <laughs> out the door. They're not. They're actually. They have barely closed the door, and you've burnt every bit of evidence. I'm burning it as they're leaving the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Pixie opened the drawer uh, and decided to go through all those bits and and bin them. Okay. But she put them in a plastic bag, which obviously then went. She was putting old bits into the skip. <laughs> yeah, right. You're she put them into me. a plastic bag, and that plastic bag ended up in the skip. Oh, so no. um, the next day, uh, Pixie <laughs> told me it was early in the morning. Pixie told me that Vader was doing some cleaning, and the window was open. <laughs> And no. the builders obviously had gone through the bits that were in the skip. And, no. and there they were opening up a, a letter, like a love letter, oh. <laughs> and reading it out loud to each other. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and Fina had to run towards the, wi- uh, the, the window and shut it as fast as possible because she was mortified for Pixie, like mortified. <laughs> Oh my god, I actually had to pull away from the microphone because that is just, I'm burning up. Oh my I'm god. I'm burning up. Isn't it the best? No, isn't it oh. the best? Obviously, Pixie doesn't give a fuck, and that's why she told me I could tell the story. But I had, oh, I was, Jesus. I actually know that three weeks, and I meant to say it on the last episode, but then I didn't want oh to tell god. you off the phone because I was like, I need to hear your reaction. That is absolutely cringe. Yeah. Fine. Cringe. I'll tell you, um, I remember that years ago we got a skip. We were getting, I think we were having some work done in the house and we had a skip. And you know, when as soon as you get a skip, you yeah. like you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, there's a fucking mattress on the skip. <laughs> like, there's <Yeah>. always. <laughs> yeah. A, a mattress will come from fucking somewhere. Mm. So basically, like where I lived, there's all these kind of like little alleys and stuff. People had like the back of their houses. Yeah. And there was this like old carpet that, like, we were kids. So we were always constantly running around playing in the alleys and stuff. And this man had obviously left this old carpet in the alley for like it was there for a good month i'd say mm-hmm. and it was sodden wet you know like in the rain it was gross filled with moss and everything yeah and i woke up in the morning and there it was i remember i must have been only about say 11 or 12 and there was the carpet in the skip oh. i was like oh 
well, we know where that belongs. So me and my friend <laughs> lifted it out of the skip, straight back around to the alley, right back outside his door. <laughs> See, and that's why we have a podcast called Petty Little Petty Things. Little things. <laughs> Petty it. Little Things since 1980, blah, blah, blah. Oh, 1980, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was born in the 90s, but okay. Um, you fucking wish would you go away. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the end of our first half of our episode. We've so much coming up. As it is National Coming Out Day this weekend, to celebrate, myself and Victoria are going to share some of our own personal coming out stories, uh, which is <laughs> a little I'm juicy, nervous. to say the least. Oh, it's, it's so Me personal, too. do you know what I mean? I oh. know, it's... Uh, but everyone has a story and also we have a bonus episode coming out to mark the day itself this Sunday with some very special guests telling their own tales of their own coming out so it's going to be juicy this weekend juicy yeah like a bumper week we're giving you two episodes yeah plus while I have you guys next week on the 15th of October me and Davina are returning with our digital show a brand new digital show that we've never done before Mm. this one is going to be called the seven-month itch. Why is it called a seven-month itch, Davina? Well, we're actually going to be broadcasting live from the George. And oh. it's to com- it's to commemorate the fact that the George has been closing for seven months. Yeah. So yeah. it's actually seven months on just the 15th. It's coming up to there. Right. So, Do you want to know how many uh, days? Because you know I love a statistic. So, yes, please. Um, on the 15th of October, the George will have been closed for 218 days. Oh, my God. It's like it's like a minimum security prison sentence. I know. <laughs> I know. Now, we're not going to tell you all about the show right now, but stay tuned to our yes. social media, and we'll be sharing what we're going to be doing in the George on October 15th. You can buy tickets right now from pettylittlethings.net. Um, but also, stay tuned, because we still have our Rodders of the Week. Uh, we'll be trying to force you to buy some of our merch. Lots of fun on the way. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Okay, it's time to get deep, you guys. Uh, We're going to share our own coming out stories right now, but we also recorded a load of information. um, Information, that sounds very official. uh, Interviews (laughs) for this episode. Actually, we spent about four hours recording in total. We have some very special guests that we're bringing out as part of a bonus episode this Sunday. Davina, who do we have? We have the gorgeous Miss Dizzy Dianfort. She's telling all the tales of her past. We have um, media darling um, star of Exposé and... Um, her.ie Cassie Stokes and then from the bisexual perspective we also spoke to Dean Reedy plus we have an amazing interview coming up with Irish trans woman Rebecca de Havilland to be honest it is so fabulous we can't squeeze it all into the same episode it deserves its own episode so Mm -hmm. that will be coming up soon but for now, are you ready, Davina? Yeah, so I think, like, so we're, we're going to share our stories, are we? Yeah. I mean, mine is not that salacious, but, um, I, like, I, I do remember sitting in as young as, like, senior infants, maybe first class, mm-hmm. beside a boy, and knowing that I was different from them all, knowing that I didn't want them to know what was different about me, but not knowing why I was different. But also... Was aftershave? Was my aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> I also, like, really... I thought that boy was fab. Like, I really thought he was deadly, if that makes sense. But I didn't know that it was because I probably had a little crush on him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And I always, like, no matter what I did, like, I remember doing scouts and I kind of, I used to take this, these fascinations on, like, certain boys. But it really, again, I didn't know what gay was. Yeah. I, I just knew There was that no was, name for it. You just kind of knew there was something yeah, going on. Different. Yeah, I can but, relate, yeah. But it was so important. And especially, like, we're, like, the same age. You did 
not want to be different in school because no. any difference. I think people still don't. I think that's that's the one thing. Like I'm thinking about this a lot. It's, um, I think that's the running thing. It's like that you you feel like an outsider. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And nobody wants to feel like that. No, no. Because, I mean, you're afraid you're going to get picked on. Now, I wasn't picked on. I had no, like, issues in school. Mm -hmm. Like, I got as much as anyone else got, if that makes sense. Hated school. Like, didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't. Do you think part of that is because you knew inherently that you were different to the other boys in the in the school do you think that because sometimes i think about that 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 made me feel like you know i felt internally like an outsider Mm -hmm. even though you know it was all internal do you think that's do you think that's part of why we hated school because we knew i think so yeah like it was like Like i knew i wasn't good at sports yeah and i knew that i'd look like a like a twat doing them so i really didn't want to do them and i dulled my shine i made Mm -hmm. myself quieter i made myself smaller and And i'm like six foot two so like but all just so i wouldn't stick out and 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 all those things that you said there all those things are things that you changed to not be exposed Mm. like even from that young age yeah like so so it's like you kind of learned to kind of mute yourself almost yeah yeah didn't want to speak out loud it's crazy now we can't shut up like so it's weird well it's like that's sweet you know when someone is told to be quiet for so long it's like totally you find your voice and your feet totally and like in secondary school because i'm gonna fast forward like that was just like early early parts in secondary school in first year we had a teacher who was our religion teacher who um came out as part of his classes and at that time like to to the class yeah yeah wow there was no teaching that's very progressive very but he also lost his job eventually or was because of it or was pushed out i don't know how it happened i was only like 12 or 13 but you know that was my first i never knew that no i never shared that with you yeah like yeah he was much more progressive. We had some Muslim boys in our class and he made sure to be inclusive of them at a time that, you know, you know, to be honest, they were sticking out in the classroom mm-hmm. and, you know, they were not supposed to be doing religion because we were learning a very one side of religion and he made sure to teach all sides of religion, which was yeah. fab. But again, yeah. it was to his demise. Um, and wow. seeing that he was kind of essentially pushed out and maybe made a bit of fun of, kind of, I suppose, if I was thinking that I was gay at the time made me even go even more inside of myself Um, there was also and I just remembered this earlier today there was a gay couple that lived in our estate Um, and our estate was very big but the whole estate like I'm sure there was like 700 houses in our estate the whole estate knew that these gay men were living together in this house confirmed bachelors confirmed bachelors no no they knew they were gays and like they were the talk of the estate. Do you know what mm, I mean? The yeah. kids would be talking about them. It was very like, oh, there's. Do you the think games. they knew that they were talk of the town? I hope not. I hope not. But they were mm. like the kids would be like, oh, that's the gays' house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Didn't even know what it was. Now they say about your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so fast forward again, and I'm about fifteen. I got my first job, and I start kind of dating girls. Did I have crushes on girls? No. Did I idolise girls? Yes. I thought they were so fabulous. To this day, I I really am more interested in female singers, um, TV and film that have strong female leads, not so into any Femme. Bo- boy bands. I am, I just love women. I think they're amazing. I think the visual's stunning. And I think that transforms 
um, like helped me in terms of I started working and all the boys were dating and I felt like I had to date too. So I'd have little, you know, dalliances. I had a girlfriend for, you know, maybe six months. Mm. I am not a gold star gay. I experimented. <laughs> you're like, I, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. I experimented fully. And one weird thing that kind of happened when I was working in a supermarket at the time was I was friends with this one girl who um, had a boyfriend. And the boyfriend okay. was kind of giving me a hard time and kind of, you know, I was effeminate. I definitely was. Yeah. And, and giving me... Giving you giving you shit for being gay? like Or yeah. like kind of like insinuating? Oh, no, he was. He was saying that I was gay to people. Okay. And, you know, like I, at that time, like... I was very, like, I didn't really establish internally that I was gay. And uh, I knew that his girlfriend was, like, kind of had a fascination with me. So we were out on a night out, only about 15, 16, probably drinking. Sorry, ma'am, if you're listening. We were probably shit-faced. <laughs> and I, so I, I kissed her. And she was very oh. into it. And I was like, ha. Do you know what I mean? Like, ha, that, you know just what? did it to get, yeah. to get at him. Being a petty bitch. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm gay, am I? Oh, Grant, right. Well, actually, no, your girlfriend's mad about me. So then I had to face work the next day and I was shitting it because he was kind of scary. Um, yeah. But intimidating. Like, because yeah. people like that, they lord over people. Like, it's intimidation. Yeah. He was a bit of a bully, like. Yeah. And luckily enough, I don't know how I got away with it, but he was too caught up in the drama that she cheated on him to be focusing on me at all. Um, so like yeah I think that kind of stopped people talking about it for a while but so I, that was like a ruse like you were just like a yeah, distraction yeah like okay. a, almost like a beard do you know the kind of okay. way which sounds yeah, terrible yeah. but like yeah. also now fast forward we've had some great chats about fluidity mm-hmm. which is something that was never presented to us at the time mm-hmm. and I now know that you know like sexuality isn't just linear it really is fluid and like I don't think I fit into the exact box that I thought I would have when I was like 18, 19 yeah so Fast forward again, and I'm like 17, and I was like, right, no more girlfriends, none of this. I knew that that, like, that I was, was coming gay. to an end. Yeah, I was gay. I'd seen, like, Queer as Folk. Brian Dowling was, was on Big Brother, and I was seeing him uh, as an out proud Irish mm-hmm. man being celebrated. But I knew that I could not come out until after um, school was done. Like, I knew that, like, I wasn't Billy Big Balls who could be the out proud gay man at 17 in my final year of school. Yeah. Now, my mum did find a letter that I had written to myself in the most dramatic gay way. Hang on, you, so you wrote a, a letter to yourself? Yeah, kind of like, I was a bit of a diary person. Oh, um, right, okay. <laughs> I also used to collect... Dear diary. Dear diary, today. <laughs> um, and, uh, like, they, like I used to collect magazines, um, like Heat Magazine, and cut out... Now, my mum doesn't know this. I used to cut out all the men that I really fancied. So, like, David oh. Beckham and Guy... Oh, yeah, R- now I was going to say, who did you cut out? <laughs> yeah, Guy Ritchie, um, Gary oh. Lucy, all of those types of people and I used to have a Davidoff uh, aftershave gift set box that had oh. a plastic tray inside it that you could lift out and I'd put all the like men that I fancied kind of like a scrapbooky vibe fair okay underneath that and no, she never found that I'm just sharing that because that's cringe as hell <laughs> <laughs> it's more cringe that you had a Davidov aftershave <laughs> <laughs> cool waters actually Ugh. can I be honest with you mm-hmm. that gift set was bought, to me, bought for me by the girlfriend that I had but I kept the gift box oh god oh. there we go um 
well at least you get the most important part of the box <laughs> <laughs> so my mom like pulled me aside in the classic Irish mom way that you know they open your letters and they you know they're all over you no your mom <laughs> <laughs> lots of Irish moms and I remember being like oh no like I'm not ready for this conversation oh, so, so I ran did into- you, hang on did you know this was coming because she said I need to speak to you about this. Oh God! But did you did you know was it about that or did you think it yeah. was about something else? Because she started okay. talking about it, so I ran to the bathroom, locked oh. myself into the bathroom, and mm. I was like, "No, no, like I'm not talking about it." Eventually, kind of came out of the bathroom, didn't come out, but um, I, 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 she asked me questions like, you know, did I identify as? Like, did I like boys and girls? And I kind of was like, I just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. Because I just wasn't ready for yeah. that conversation. It's, and it's the shame and the kind of, it is, it's like what, what we were talking about with um, with Noah later on. It's like that feeling of being exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You're and vulnerable. Like yeah. really vulnerable. Nobody enjoys that. So, um, you know, my uncle, I'm not sure if he was married at the time, but was out for years, her brother, as a oh. gay man. So really, I, you would think that I wouldn't have had as much anxiety about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think you never know how... You always think of the worst when you're, when you're going to come out. Um, and so she li- let me away with that. And eventually, you know, I, once I finished school, I literally remember thinking, I'm going to come out as soon as school is over. Like, as soon as I'm done with that school, I'm going to be more authentic to myself. And that is what what I did. And it really wasn't as big and as bad or scary as I thought it might have been. Mm-hmm. But it, I also, it, it, it haunted me for a lot of my like teens. Yeah. You know, it was like that little demon in the back of your head going, yeah. is someone going to see through this facade? And mm-hmm. you can try and hide it and cover it. And I didn't want to go to teenage discos because I knew that I'd be faced with maybe having to kiss 12 girls. Explain yourself. 12 girls if I if I didn't want to stick out instead of, you know, one little girl. Were you like a were you like a chick magnet, were you? <laughs> no, but like do you, do you not remember like those teenage discos? It was I like, do, how I know. Many people yeah. could you kiss? I know. It was Absolutely, almost like yeah. a thing. It was so, like you had to prove yourself. Yeah, I mean that's basically my coming out story. It's not hugely dramatic, but the road to get there was There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Kind of torturing. And... and Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I kind of had to do the same thing again when it came to drag. Like, I was thinking about that as well. I was literally thinking about that point where I knew we were going to be talking about that and I was going to say that to you. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like you have to explain yourself again? Right. I mean, I, I, 
for most of my 20s, I, I definitely had to do it anytime I went on dating. And I always had this fear that, you know, someone would reject me because I was a drag queen. And then I started to go, I'm not going to tell them until the second date. And purely because if they reject me on the first date, I might not even want a second date. So fuck you for rejecting me when I'm not even interested. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And absolutely. then I just realized in the long run, there's just no point in, in holding back on that. And also things have moved on. But when my mom found out I did drag, it was because, again, sorry, ma'am, I know you're listening. Um, she, there's no sa- nothing sacred in the Irish family home. And she found my bag of drag. And um, she pulled it out and asked me, you know... Did you thought it was a dead body under the bed? Because <laughs> the smell of it. <laughs> Jesus, I'm so... <laughs> well, she, she basically said, you know, do we need to have a talk about, you know, gender? And when when that came to me, I took a big kind yeah. of almost a sigh of relief because I was like, actually, no, it's not as as deep as that. And I and I was like, no, like it's it's a hobby, and it really was. When you mm-hmm. started drag, whenever we started drag, we didn't do it to become career girls. We did it because we loved it and it was fun yeah. and we wanted to have a laugh. And she went from being kind of weirded out by that, and it was a coming out in a, in, a, in, a, in a way to actually a big turning point was her meeting the likes of yourself in April yeah. and seeing how much fun we were all having. No. Normalizing and, it and normalizing well. it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And and well, um, <laughs> as much as as much as can be expected. Yeah. No. I, and now I think she loves it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But she is, she does drag herself. She does do drag herself. So that's kind of my little you know coming out both as a gay man and as a um as as a drag queen. I want to come back to the fluidity thing, but I'd love to hear mm. what your coming out experience was. I know a bit of it. Yours was a lot yeah. more different than mine, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was. Uh, a little dramatic mm-hmm. to say the least mm-hmm. and so. it's just when you were when you were talking about it there I was actually kind of just feeling myself kind of a bit anxious because mm-hmm. I was like I'm going to have to talk next <laughs> well I mean like okay let's let's be real until this podcast there's been a lot of things that you were very private about you were a very private person you this has opened you up a lot and I think it's also something that you enjoy now but it, it can be difficult to share these yeah, stories well, well do you know like uh, so uh, like you know now we're, we're in kind of like semi-lockdown or whatever I've been going out getting walks and I've been like walking along just thinking and, I, and I'm always thinking about kind of like what's coming up in the week and I knew mm. this podcast was coming up and I was thinking a lot about coming out and I, I cast in my mind back to that time in my life yeah. and like it's such it's such a serious kind of like um tricky topic I think mm. to talk about because I think so many people have gone through this and even when you're t- talking about that there's elements of that that I totally relate to mm-hmm. You know, the parts about like just basically living a lie for yourself and and explaining yourself and hiding yourself and muting yourself down and and all those things people do in different levels. And maybe now some sometimes people like some some people, new generations now just like fall out. They don't even come out, you know, or sometimes they don't even have to come out. So everyone has very, very different stories and experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was casting my mind back to that time in my life about you know i was a bit of a kind of like like a late bloomer so i suppose like i knew that would I you was, say you were was, innocent no i wasn't innocent okay. <laughs> no i wasn't innocent but i was like not really interested in boys or girls i was actually interested in the dollars i was interested in working God, and I, I knew this hustling. about you yeah yeah so that was my my number one and it was only when i kind of realized that i was definitely not into girls and then i kind of had a, a, a you know, a hankering towards men that I what was like, age were you when you kind of figured that I'd out? say probably about like 15. Okay. Yeah. I'd say I 15. Like that was an average age for our yeah. time of 
uh, absolutely being 15 i yeah and um i had a, a, a like a good friend who basically i knew i was like i think we were like two peas in a pod like we did everything together like we you know like we were best friends and he told me one time he had come out to me he told me that he was gay mm-hmm. and that he was much more kind of like he's like oh i like this boy and this is and just overwhelmed me with all this information yeah but i was kind of feeling like oh and i felt like he'd kind of pit me to the post and now yeah. i couldn't say it because he just told me so i didn't want to be like copying you which know, i've so. heard that before like for instance yeah. there's there's lots of families that have gay siblings there's not mm. there's more than one gay in the family yeah and the person that gets to come out first often delays the other one because they're like oh yeah. okay no you've done it now people need to get over that and then maybe i'll think about me you know and yeah, so so that was a bit it was a bit kind of bit of a contentious time, and then I ended up kind of like having this dalliance with somebody before my friend had a dalliance with anybody, oh. and I told him I said like, I think I'm, I said I think I'm bisexual because I'm just not sure I'm very unsure. Yeah, and he basically was so I think annoyed with me, just basically kind of stopped being my friend because because you'd done bits first because I think I had like I had advanced the program like leaps and bounds yeah so I was like oh fuck <laughs> the so, program yeah you know what I mean like so I'd like gone there and from somebody that was like I'd look gone from like not to 60 which of course is me mm-hmm. all over yeah Um. so then I was kind of just felt like I was really alone I, I then totally nobody knew anything so I was I felt just a bit really out there like on an island yeah and I continued to kind of, you know, tick along and I yeah, ended up... because he was your Robin, like, do you know what I mean? You were Batman yeah. and Robin in that respect. And, like, yeah. the, and just knowing that someone has your back in that way and then all of a sudden, mm, gone, see you. Yeah, so I continued, I was working and blah, blah, blah. And, and I ended up meeting, I ended up meeting this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to go kind of too much into this because I think it's i don't know i just yeah i didn't I, go too much into like, the girls either because i mean that's yeah. their story and and those finer and, details don't matter i also want to talk about um uh like like the internet dating world in at our time in another episode so um that's something to to think about well this is this is my experience and this is this is how how i lived through it and how this is what what had happened for me yeah well, basically i had got involved with this guy who was a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. What age were you? Uh, I was 17 at this time. Yeah. I was 17 and he was older. I'm just going to say that. Uh, and uh, we kind of got into this really intense, he was in the closet as well. Mm-hmm. This really intense relationship. It, it was like very heavy, very quick. But but I felt so much comfort in it because I felt like somebody actually got me and I could be myself with this yeah. person. Yeah. So it's it's actually all I wanted, you know? And he was, he's a very successful person and very kind of well-to-do and his family was very well-to-do and they were kind of from very um, established kind of like background. Mm-hmm. So every, I was living the life. I was having a great time and, you know, um, was he? Was he? Um, I suppose not that you're a kept woman, but he was like not only opening this new life to you, but also he was like looking after you a bit too. Yeah, we like you know it, it wasn't like you know we, we were very much into each other. Yeah, but he was he was looking after me. He treated me really really well. Yeah, and it was nice to just feel like I was being looked after. You know that yeah, kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, as time kind of passed by, passed on, um, it got more and more intense and the, my world started to kind of shrink and I realised that it just was becoming about me and him all the time. Right. And You'd I... you lost, like, touch with other people? Yeah, well, it was just like I kind of, I couldn't really have other friends and it was, he was just, because he, he was in the closet as well, so we kind of just had this little world together. Mm-hmm. So if I was kind of, you know, having other friends or going off here, he'd throw wobblers and, you know, straps and it'd be kind of tightened up and all this kind of stuff. So it was just, it got very intense and there was arguments all the time and it was, it was difficult. So it got to the point where... um I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I, mm. Like, I'm 17. I need to spread my wings. I need to tell. And this by this age, nobody knew. Not one yeah. person yeah. in my life. Only him. So he knew everything. He knew all my, like, well, not that deep, dark secrets. I was 17. Like, but he knew yeah. everything. And my world was so intense. He knew all your most things. important secret, though. Yes, you know what he mean? knew. He knew the essence of who I was, yeah. basically. And no one else did. And I was living this masquerade to everyone else. So... Uh, I just said to him, I was like, listen, I really love you, but I can't do this anymore. I was like, I think we need to separate, you know, we're at different stages in our life and, you know, we need to spread. And he basically fucking lost it. And he said, if you finish this, I will tell everybody. I will tell everyone you work with. I will tell everyone in your family, you know, your life will basically won't be worth living. And I was just like. Oh, I just, I just remember feeling this sinking feeling of like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm mm. so stuck. Mm-hmm. And which, to which to be fair, of, you were about to make those steps yourself. Yeah, for really, myself. But for in myself. your own way, which by the way, yeah. I think is something important to address. Everyone needs to come yeah. out in their own way. Nobody should be outed at all. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, everybody's journey is so specific and time is precious. Like time you know, you, you, everything should happen at your own pace mm-hmm. all the time in regards to fucking everything. Yeah. But this was just was so important to me. And and I just stayed. I was like, I well, I, I just, the fear of being exposed, the fear of being caught, the fear, because I, I really thought that everybody would just turn on me. I had this feeling that everyone yeah. would leave me. Yeah. I would be left with nothing again. And, and I felt like with him, I had, I had something. Mm-hmm. And I think the narrative on TV at that time as well was that gay was a negative thing and that, you know, it would break, mm. break you up in terms of your family and relationships. Yeah. So those things, it weren't just, they didn't just happen to be in your head. No. you'd seen them on the telly yeah and it was it was really it was really really serious time like I just went really into myself because when I went back and we just kind of were like you know and we were this is the thing we were kind of living together as well like it was like part time part time mm-hmm. and, and how I'd explain this I'd made up loads of fucking stupid lies and everything just to kind of try and disguise I was said I was renting a room from a friend all this bullshit it was just lies yeah. lies because you were working you actually were earning money yeah I was working I had a job and I was like you know so it was it was the lies when I look back now were ridiculous, but yeah. they were what I had to do to to cover up my life, mm. gender kind yeah. of way. So, uh, so I went back to my kind of miserable personal existence, and I was going, "Oh God, like, how, like what am I going to do?" And that about two weeks in, I just thought to myself, "Oh my God," I was really depressed, really low on myself, and I just thought like. I just, I felt trapped mm. and I was in work and I was kind of like, I wasn't eating and I was just clearly a miserable person. Mm. And this girl I worked with at the time, she just said, are you okay? She knew I was just literally something had changed. And she was, uh, she herself was a, a lesbian. 
Okay. And she was like, she was a manager I had in work. And she said, you haven't been yourself. What's going on? And I just fucking, I just blurted it out. I just told her. I just told her. I was like, this is, but I told her, of course, me being me, I told her fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. She was just like, oh God. <laughs> like, yeah. she was like, I only asked you. Are you she all probably right? regretted that. <laughs> she was like, all right, so uh, you're back from your break. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I, uh, yeah, so I told her and she was just like, oh God, that's awful. And ironically enough, we were living in the same apartment building that she was living in with her girlfriend. Right. And that's why I kind of felt like she'd seen me in the like local shops and stuff. So, yeah. so there was already, she knew, she's like, who's that? Who are you living there with? So there was always questions already. So it was yeah. kind of the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just yeah. told her and she said, fuck this. She's like, you're leaving. Come on. So we did like a bit of a fucking midnight dash. So <sighs> when I knew he wasn't going to be there, I He's went and yeah, I took all my stuff. I was like, right, I'm mm-hmm. going. And then I cleared out and I just told him, I was like, listen, we're done. I'm not coming back. Yeah. And he's like, you don't mean this. And if I get back there and all the stuff's gone, blah, 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 you're going to regret it. And when he went back, all the stuff was gone and I would, there was not a trace. Were of you me. shitting I was, it? I was shitting it. My stomach yeah. was like in my mouth. I was just, I've never felt so afraid. And I also just kept saying, I was like, I, I, this, I really just want to leave on good terms. I, I want this. I want to be friends. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want any trouble. I just want to go. I yeah, just you were to... 17. It, 17. Uh, take, take everything else out of it. You were 17. It was too much. You weren't ready yeah. for it. And yeah, I just, that's was. it. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up, I got all my shit and that was fine. And he had texted me saying, I can't believe you've done this. Um, you're going to regret this. And then it all went radio silence. So I was like, okay, I think, the, I think things are passing. But then... Uh, when I was like leaving work one time, he'd be like waiting for me, and he he actually approached me, and he didn't know that that the manager that had helped me, he didn't know that um that she was the girl that was with me at the time, and he said, "I'm gonna." He goes, "Do you know that? Do you know that um he's gay? He's gay." Basically trying to out me in public to this wow. girl, and she was like, "She's like, I know." She's like, "She's like, he's telling me everything. We I know the score. You want to fuck off and cop on?" Yeah. And I thought that was it. I thought that was it. Was a real dramatic showdown in the middle of the street. It was in like Henry Street, and I remember thinking, yeah. "Jesus Christ!" Because he was ran, he was shouting, and it was just a bit. It was a lot. Yeah. And I thought that was it. Can and I ask then, you something just random? Does yeah. not. Was he right? I really fancied him, yeah. It was like, we, like he was, I was kind of into, like, older guys. I'm not say older, I was 17, so, I yeah. mean, like, he's in his 20s. He's yeah. like, he wasn't old, like, right, yeah, he was yeah. in his 20s. Yeah. But to, but to um, you at that point, he was. Yeah, yeah. of yeah. course, and I wouldn't have been with him if I didn't think that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I ended up, got all my shit, and I moved home, and I, everything went quiet, and I was like, okay, I kept getting texts saying, can't believe you've done this, <laughs> I was actually trying to think, was there text messages at the time? Yeah, because there was text messages, I, there I, was. I remember and, when text started, and I was like, what the hell is a text? Yeah. No, on. there was text, and <laughs> uh, and one, one day I just got a message to say, I was at home, and he said, uh, I'm... I I had like literally I had like a bag of stuff or whatever that I had taken from the apartment that was like my stuff and he was like um I want to pick up that stuff so if you want to give that back to me and I was just like yeah I'll make sure I'll send it on to you you can get it and he's like no no I'll come and pick it up um from your house Mm. and I was like no I'll send that on I'll make sure that you get it and he's like no it's fine I'm gonna drop over and I want to have a a word with your mom with your mum and I was just like oh like no this, he said no I told you that if, if you know if we're not going to do this then we're better off just to get things out in the open so I was 
I mean, bricking it, like absolutely bricking it. I mm. just thought, like, this is nuts. He is going to come to my house and out me. This yeah. is what's this yeah. is what's coming. Terrifying, terrified, like absolutely, like that was I. That was like you know when like a lift falling. It's like being in a lift yeah. and the lift fall. Yeah. I just felt like my world was, this was, I've never felt anything like it in my life. I really, like he was going to be coming to my house and it was going to be happening like imminently was just fucking up the walls. So, uh, Can I, I just said, say as well though, Dee, like it's not just out in you. He was actually coming and saying, thing, basically going to tell her that you had been sneaking around behind her yeah. back. You'd been mm-hmm. lying. And that's a lot extra, do you know what I mean? And yeah. also... No one at 17 wants their mouth to know that they've been, you know, doing dirty things. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. doing bits well, it with anyone. That. It was just like that. They're just, it was just being exposed and it was nobody's right to do that except mine. Like, no. it was, uh, I was the only person that could, that had the right to tell yeah. my story. Nobody else should be speaking for anybody else. And I had the fear. So I just thought, oh, fuck he, like, I think he will do it. Because it, it kept, all these threats just kept coming at me, but then they wouldn't, like it just wouldn't happen mm-hmm. okay so so then i just basically had said to my to my mother i was like listen if anyone comes to the house i'm not here that was okay. my go-to no i'm not here yeah she was like oh okay expecting someone i was like no i'm just not here she's like okay which is a strange thing to say let's face it yeah so yeah. she was kind of going okay and she was on red alert she, she's like are you okay and i was like um yeah i'm fine and she's like you're just acting really strange i was like no, I'm fine. Meanwhile, I'm like literally biting the nails down to the fucking cuticles mm-hmm. and like literally like walking up and down. My feet were probably like a size five. I just done that many laps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was so stressed. And well, I kept going up, down, upstairs, downstairs, looking out the window to see. And then eventually she's like, I'm just going to go down to the supermarket. Do you need anything? I was like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> just like. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls out of the driveway and then... um he just the car just appears and he just blocks her car from driving wow. out of the out of the estate or How out of the aggressive. drive and she got out of the car and she's like I could only I was just looking out the window and I could see them talking and mm. he said to her is uh <laughs> is he home and she's like no Davina is Davina home yeah is Davina home yeah and she's like no uh, no he's gone out and he's like okay Grant got back in the car and just drove off. Mm. And um, and I was like, oh, oh that was God. the end of that? No, it wasn't. I wish it was. And then she came back and she's like, who's that guy who, um, and I said, he's just a friend. He's mm. like, if, um, he's just a friend. Um, and she's like, okay. And she's like, I've never seen him before. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, just a, it's a new friend. So obviously still acting really weird. And then he texts me saying, okay. Uh, I know your mom was going out, but I'm I'm coming back and I'll be back in a half an hour. Mm-hmm. You've got thirty minutes. Um, get that bag together and I'll I'll come pick it up. And I just thought, oh my god! Now then, I felt like I was on a on a you know a stopwatch, like a timer. Yeah. And uh, God, like even when I think back about it now, like my mouth was going dry. Oh God, I'd say so. I'd say you wanted to shit yourself. It just was so so traumatizing. Like and um so he um so she said so like how do you know him and i was like oh he's a friend of such and such again just fluffing just trying yeah. to you know and she said um can i ask you is he gay oh, and wow. i said um yeah I, I think so yeah and she said and can i ask um are you gay mm-hmm. and i said uh, i was like yeah i think so <laughs> I was like, did you I, cry I, I was like no i didn't cry i was just like i, I don't know i, I just and she's like okay 
mm-hmm. but like well, what's going on here because you're acting really strange yeah and i was just like okay well, it was like you're not good I, at hiding when something's bothering you as well like no, you're really and, not and i had just basically kind of blurted out i think i'm gay but she just grazed over that. Like, she was like, well, well, but there's something more going on here. What is it? She wasn't and worried about that. She was worried about what? No. And I was like, I was yeah. so freaked about just saying those words. And then it, it had kind of... the hardest out, like, words to say, though. They really can be so hard to get out of your mouth. Yeah. So that was um, that was fine. But then um, she's like, but what's going on? And I said, listen, um, oh, he's like, you know, he's, he's coming back. And uh, like, you know, I have to give him these things for the house. And she just, she said, listen, go get all the shit together for him. And when he comes back, have them ready for him. And just remember um, that <laughs> when you get involved with people like that, things can get messy. Like she basically just grazed over it all. Fab. And I was just like. Fair play. Yeah, I was so, I was so taken aback. Mm-hmm. Like I really was. Mm-hmm. And I just went, I felt like I'd kind of vented then. So I got mm-hmm. my shit together, went back up and I was ready. And lo and behold, then of course he fucking does arrive back to the door and he's like, um, he's, I just opened the door. I said, there's your shit that you needed to pick up. Now you've, you know, you've done your damage. By this stage I was angry. I yeah. was angry. I wasn't like, for, I was angry that he made me have that conversation. Yeah. And I just take your shit and just, I never want to see you again. Mm-hmm. And then of course, because I said that it, the reaction was not what he was expecting. Mm-hmm. So then he started crying and he was upset and he was wailing at the fucking door. Oh, and I just said, I don't ever want to see you again. I'll never forgive you for what you've done to me. Mm-hmm. And I slammed the door. Mm-hmm. And then that's when things started to go to the next level. He started like fucking shouting in the letterbox, demanding to speak to my mother. Oh, my sister was there. She was only young. Oh, and my, my mother came to the door and she was just like, yeah, she was cool as a fucking cute. Oh God. I was, I was, now by this stage, can you imagine? Like I was dripping cold sweat. I was like, oh, <laughs> God. God. Oh, I'm dripping cold like, sweat. Just listen to this. You're too like, your two worlds colliding and you're just standing there. Yeah. Like your total yeah. secret life that you're so ashamed and you're like, you've hidden for your whole existence mm. and then your real family life just coming like head to head. It was just nuts. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, what's going on? She was so cool. And he was just like, um, tell her, tell her. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, um, this is, uh, I won't say his name, but we were like, you know, we're, we're, this is where we've been friends. Oh. And he's like, he's like, friends, friends, friends don't, <laughs> friends don't have sex and do things like that, whatever. Oh like my like that. God, not for your man. Oh, go on. And I just was like, oh my God. When he said that, I lost it. I just lost it. And I just yeah. said, you fucking i just went nuts i went nuts yeah and she said to me stop she was like i never raised you to speak to anyone like that mm-hmm. she's like do not speak to anyone like that mm-hmm. and i was like i was like reprimanded <laughs> but you were started, like, stressed you were very stressed like let's very you, stressed. Do, you don't break very easily let's say no. that do you know what i mean you're okay. very good at even in these stressful scenarios keeping cool and actually getting a few slight digs in while being cool <laughs> so like for you to break like that yeah you, is a lot go on so I she reprimanded like, you yeah so, so i kind of had this like oh okay <laughs> so like okay so i just like went real quiet <laughs> sorry mom and he's hysterical he's hysterical yeah, yeah. and i i felt i i was so angry with him and she just said um you know, sometimes relationships don't work out mm. and, you know, you're a little bit older and mm-hmm. maybe you should have a little bit more sense mm-hmm. and I'm going to go inside now and I think you should uh, get going, basically. Yeah. 
Fair and play to your she mom. Just, she turned on her heels, just walked back in. She was so cool and just so fair like, play. And he that's just, what you needed. That that is actually what yeah, you needed. His and plan had just completely backfired mm, on him. Yeah, and he was just standing there, kind of going like this is it and I just he, he said don't leave like this I took up the bag of shit that he was coming to pick up and I just <laughs> walked over and I just fucked it out of his car and I just said I don't ever want to see you again yeah and and then just like that it was like it was all done yeah and you know I had uh, every once I knew I had her back and then it didn't feel so daunting uh, it didn't feel I could I felt like I could tell anybody then yeah you know if it yeah. didn't it didn't yeah. matter what anyone else because I knew that you just needed she had my one back. person to have your back she had my back mm. and um and I did see that guy again, and and we like I've I've we've spoken since, and mm. it's things have changed so much, and it's so it much feels like a lifetime ago now, and I so I, much. I don't harbor any of the no. animosity that I had for a long time because I know he was coming from a place of pain as well, and yeah, he he and, had his own trauma that he was yeah, carrying, but that's how the experience I feel went mm. for me, yeah, and that's how I experienced it, and I don't know if he he might disagree with that, yeah, but that's how it that's how it rolled out for yeah. me, yeah, and and I lived to tell the tale, and I got through, it and I really thought for a lot of times through it that that I wouldn't make it to the other side, I know, um, and I think it's. Everyone has to be, I think what, what Noah was saying as well is like everyone has to be patient and mm. to be kind to themselves because yeah. it is like that, that 17 year old kid feels like a lifetime ago. But when I was yeah. walking yesterday, I can, I can still tap into those emotions very easy. They're still just under the surface. Mm-hmm. I don't think I will ever forget the trauma no. of, of, of that ever. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely being honest. It shaped you. Honest. It has shaped absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Uh, I just want you to briefly touch upon it because I spoke about it too, is in relation to the drag. Because I think we can yes. come out for a whole host of reasons. Sorry, I know that sounded all really heavy, but it was like, no, I like no. it's and not. It's you know what? Like... I, like, I really think it's important for people to hear because you know there's someone going through that maybe yeah. right now. Or, no. you know, sometimes to hear someone else's traumatic experience, you can go, actually, mine is actually not so bad. Davina had it yeah. really rough, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it for I'll take yeah. it for the team, don't worry. <laughs> what about drag? Just briefly, what what was that like? Uh, I remember when we first started doing drag, me and April started doing it together, and I I had said I was like, so um, we're kind of dancing in the George, and I didn't really mention the drag. I said we're kind of dancing with drag queens, and we're gonna yeah. be doing the show, and um, she was like, okay, and then I kind of kept mentioning it again. I'm oh, I'm dancing in the George again, and she's like, right, glamorous she's, dancer, I was like, oh, dancing yeah, with the drag queens, glamorous dancer, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think she thought I was a stripper. <laughs> I think she thought I was like stripping. I think that was like, and I was like, no, it was like, it's like a cabaret show. And, I had, and she was like, oh, okay. Because our moms have an idea of what the George is like in their heads that in aren't heads, a reality. reality. Yeah. So I think she, and then when she kind of realized that, then I, I remember talking to my brother about it. And I was like, you know, um, because it was like maybe a year after when I first came out that I was actually, that I came out to my brother. I waited like a while for that because we didn't live together and it, I just, the way things, timeline worked out, it was just the way it went. And I just said, listen. And he was like, yeah. He's like, sure, listen. Like, you know, that's one thing my mom did say to me. She was like, she was like, I knew you were gay before you even knew mm. how to read. <laughs> She's yeah. like, you know, and I think my whole family is the same. They all kind of knew that I was different. Yeah. But uh, my brother was just like, he literally went, so? Yeah, <laughs> like that was his reaction, which is so, what you need. 
yeah and I said and uh and I, I do drag and he's like right okay <laughs> and yeah. I was like yeah no I was like you know it's it's not like you know it's not like I don't want to become a woman it's not like that it's I was explaining it just so he would get it and he's like yeah he's like and I don't care he said even if you even if you did want to become one or if there was anything to do with that he's like I still wouldn't care mm. he's like he's like that just he's like so what and he's like and no one else will care either no. and like that meant so much because it was just such an underreaction. Yeah, <laughs> that was just like that's. It was. I I feel so blessed. Yeah. That that um that I had that reaction that I did because considering what I I went through, if I had yeah. have had a bad reaction, totally. I don't know where I would have been left. I really totally. Don't. Totally. So. I think um even though we both came out and things got a lot better we both carry a lot of things from those teenage years in terms of internalized homophobia Mm -hmm. you know um like it lives on it really does like you know sometimes i'm i get uncomfortable around family when they ask about you know if i'm seeing someone and they ask questions about that person Mm -hmm. or you know if they're asking me about my social life and what what happened at the weekend what to go to and i just i switch back into this teenager who's uncomfortable with Know. you know his own skin and that's something that i think i will always have to try and push out of um no matter how amazing my family are um for me to stop giving myself in us. a it's hard time in us, uh, true society as well i yeah. think people feel it on different levels and i think it's as generations go by it gets easier it does get it easier does. for people yeah. and and i think it's to be kinder to people that don't have it as easy as you and so just true. because you had a good good um, coming out experience, it does not mean the next yeah. person will. Your coming out kind. story has made me really emotional. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, bitch. I, know, I was like, I was saying that last sentence. And I was like, oh, don't cry, girl. Like, I'm fucked up. It's just, it's just a lot because I feel mm. like sometimes um, we live in a, we have a great life and everything's fun and, and like we entertain and do all that. But I yeah. feel when I think about that, that was so real. Yeah. And so such a crazy time mm-hmm. you um, know that we were friends over five years before you really fully shared that story and i remember because we were away at the time and you were even cautious about how to word it i still am because i because i don't want to i like because it can be taken out of context and mm. i'm i do i want it to be as concise as i can yeah um, whether to help people or just because I don't want to feel like I'm bashing someone either. No, and I don't think you came across that way either. Like you know, as I said, that person had their own trauma. You know, we all are led down these roads that are that are more difficult, and you know, sometimes we don't make the best choices. And he cer- certainly didn't. But mm. I, I do like the idea that you guys have been in touch since and kind of you know moved on, if that makes sense. Well, that was our coming out stories. So a little bit of perspective into our own personal tales. But don't forget, we do have another fabulous bonus episode for other people's perspectives coming out this Sunday, which is the 11th, which is National Coming Out Day. So stay tuned and keep your eyes peeled for that, babies. So that was all our lovely coming out stories. And after that, I think we can only wrap up this episode with everyone's favourite time of the week. It is Rudder of the Week. Of the week on petty little things. 
So, I'm ooh, so ready for this. Time of the week. I, I'm ready for this. I my list is so long this week. It's it's, it's bulging. Like, we could do a whole episode. <laughs> bulging, so I'd say. Uh, who has been rotting you this week, my oh, sweet? Well, I, I seem to be going with general things very lately. Like as a, as opposed to like somebody specific, it's people that have certain language this week. So I'm going to start okay. with mini moons. People that go on mini-moons. Since when the fuck is there a mini-moon and a honeymoon? Like, how (laughs) greedy do you have to be? How many photos on Instagram do you expect us to look at of you two gloriously in love on your mini-moon and then going off and ramming your honeymoon photos down our throats? So... I'm, can I, so is a mini moon pre-honeymoon or post-honeymoon? It's a pre-honeymoon. So you might go on a little break to, like, say, Spain or Italy because you're going on this. Maybe just after just your marriage, after. is it? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, like, hashtag mini moon. I'm like, ugh, no, not hashtag mini moon. Like, just go on your honeymoon. Just wait until you're going on your honeymoon and that's fine. No mini moon as well. You're just, like, absolutely dragging. Because you know people can drag out weddings in general. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, it has. I mean, <laughs> we're talking like stag parties, uh, hen parties, um, bridal showers, um, and then like three day wedding events, uh, and then there's the mini moon, the honeymoon, um, and then meeting a year later to watch the wedding video. All of those kind of things. Like people drag out the weddings. I'm sorry, but I don't have that much annual leave. Just a day would be nice. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm also not mad if you do it in Dublin. Do you know what else I'm not mad? If you go on a lope, head off to Vegas there, hun, and do it. I'm totally fine with that too. <laughs> but mini moon, Davina, needs to be stopped. I can't take it. But I, I, I'm getting that. I'm getting that vibe. You know, I, I would be surprised. Um, they're probably going to start doing funerals like this as well. So funerals will probably start dragging out. To like, be like, and now we're going to embalm the body. <laughs> be like, and then next year we're going to dig it it's up. True, we're gonna, it? Because they're doing that with babies see. now, like the gender reveal parties, which I'm not into anyway. Like, like there's so many bloody events. These special days are becoming more than the special yeah. day. They're becoming special years. Like special seasons well actually maybe that's one good thing that covid's done for us they're like you know they can't have the 60 parties whoa no i can't go i'm so sorry hun um so that's my rudder but also to add into that davina is anyone that says himself you know oh like puts up a picture the hubby hubby like oh i'm out with himself tonight like girl we get it you have a fella i'm sure you're thrilled like absolutely like how do you know a gay has a fella because they tell you 500 times do you know what i mean like literally (laughs) like shut up saying himself himself like no like like it's just not needed why does that bother me though so would you rather they just said the person's name yeah or do you even have to say (laughs) like if there's a picture of the two of you we know you're together we know it's your fella do you know what i mean can you not just say out and power scored for the day gorgeous weather hashtag gay couple me and himself (laughs) oh no it actually just turns my stomach (laughs) okay 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 i get it do you agree with it though am i being ott tell me uh, I there's parts of it that I agree with, and there's parts of it that I'm like it doesn't really bother me. There's but there is parts of it that just make me go a bit like I listen. I live half my life in an eye roll state, so <laughs> <laughs> like I look, I constantly I think I'm walking around like I'm trying to communicate with the dead. You know when your eyes yeah, keep rolling. Yeah. So I feel like I live half my life like that as is. So 
my next thing is that I need to get Facebook to put an eye roll emotion oh, I'd emoji. I love on that. I'd love that. But I told I like I, I half agree with you and and half the other half doesn't care. <laughs> so. Go on, then what has been bothering you? This is a kind of funny one. I have a list, but there is um so what's what annoys me is and actually a friend had brought this to my attention and i realized how much i it really annoys me you know people who give really backhanded compliments yes you know people who'd say like for example you do, so say um you say you have lovely blonde yeah. hair and you're like you know or say, if say for example i'd be doing a show and you'd be like wearing blonde and then you'd go oh i'm gonna wear my brown wig mm-hmm. tonight and someone turn around and be like oh prefer your blonde <laughs> <laughs> right and you're like okay it's a wig i can change yeah. it no much better blonde yeah. much yeah, better yeah, blonde yeah. like that's nice yeah. but you look better blonde yeah. and or people will say you know like um geez you look great have you lost oh, weight I hate that too. <laughs> you know like this I hate that. like just backhanded compliments yeah. like um Oh, th- th- uh, that dress is gorgeous on you. Or then, like, the, 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 they say like, that dress is gorgeous on you. Or, um, or you know, like, haven't I seen you wearing that before? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I love when you wear that. Yeah. You know, something like sure, that. So it's that real. That also just like, exists. They just won't let you have the minutes. No, not at all. But that also exists in drag. Like, I've heard certain uh, drag queens being like, ah, no, she looks better in the drag, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, no, no. Or, no. Yeah, drag doesn't suit her at all. No, should no much no. better out with the drag, and I hate that as well. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. backhanded. Yeah, it's just like it's like say, geez, like, oh no, you look much better in drag. You know, you mm-hmm. look. It's like it's real. Like, oh no, you're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh no, but it's like it's coming across as a yeah. compliment, but it's actually an no. insult, and it's a it's a real skillful art yeah. to yeah, do yeah. it. Um, I remember. Um, there was this one person in particular I had to actually cut out my life because I realised that every single time I ran into them, they were just constantly backhand complimenting me. Constantly. You know this person's mm-hmm, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So it would make me laugh when I'd be, like, they'd say it, and be walking away and I'd just be laughing to myself and then I'd just like, oh my God, what a fucking, <laughs> like, what a fucker. Yeah. So there is an art form to drop an into mm-hmm. conversation, like, drop that little bomb mm-hmm. and run. But, yeah, it rots me because... It's, it's like, fucking rude and we know exactly what you're up to. It's we know rude. exactly what you're yeah, up to. It's rude. Not stupid. Yeah. You're just coming first. You're being nasty yeah. and you're you belong in the trash, basically. Yeah, and, and watch out for it because people do it all the time. Like so it's definitely a rotter for mm-hmm. sure. And that is our rotters of the week, our two little rotters. I think that brings us to the end of our episode. It does. That was a long and yes. juicy one two of your favourite things thank you everybody thank you everybody remember to subscribe and to leave reviews as yeah. we said and, we'll and Davina back. is on top of the merch at the moment she sent it out last week I am so if you would like to order yes. merch you can go for, to www.pettylittlethings.net forward slash shop <laughs> buy our shit absolutely listen thanks guys and remember stay petty stay petty bye Davina see you soon mwah
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.